If you've been feeling weak in your faith, this is for you today. Um, turn with me to Matthew chapter 7 and hold your place there. I want to I want to help you to not only understand why you felt weak in faith, if that's you, and how to never feel weak in faith again. How to have a confidence that when you believe God for something, you are 100% confident that not only is he able to do it, but he will do it uh, for you on your behalf. And so Matthew chapter 7 and verse 24, the Bible says, Anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise, like a person who builds a house on solid rock. Though the rain comes in torrents and the floodwaters rise and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse because it is built on bedrock. But anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is foolish, like a person who builds a house on sand. When the rains and floods come and the winds beat against that house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. Now, what Jesus is talking about here is when your life is built upon the, the rock of his word. The Bible, the Bible is the solid rock upon which our faith stands so that when we stand upon the rock, no matter what comes against us, our 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 faith will not be shaken. Our uh, our house will not be destroyed by the circumstances and storms of life. That's what Jesus is saying here. So how do you have how do you <coughs> uh, let's say it like this? How do you change the situation even if you you feel let's just say you feel weak in faith? Now, let's deal with that for a second. Feeling weak in faith doesn't mean your faith is weak. Feeling weak in faith does not mean that your faith is weak. It means you feel a certain way. Now, feelings, when it comes to faith, feelings are irrelevant. But in general, feelings are not all bad. It's important to have emotional stability in your life which that can only come by renewing your mind to what the Bible says about who you are in Christ. There's no amount of therapy, counseling, any of that stuff that can bring you soundness of mind. Only Jesus can do that by the power of the Holy Spirit. However, it is important. It's, it's not good to just build your faith and think that the health of your mind, the health of your soul doesn't matter because it does. The Bible says, Beloved, I wish that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. So nothing else can prosper unless your soul prospers. Your mind, will, and emotions are prospering. The only way that happens is by renewing your mind to what the Bible says, to think like God thinks. But <clears throat> let's deal with this feeling weak in faith. Now, circumstances of life happen to everybody, but I want to deal specifically with Christians. Circumstances come against every single Christian, no matter how strong you might think their faith is, no matter how anointed you might think that they are, no matter, you, you could think that they are the greatest Christian on planet Earth, second to Jesus Christ. That's fine. There's still going to be circumstances that come against that person to challenge their faith. Does that mean that God sends 
let's let's deal with this. God sent this sickness to to test me. No, that's anti scripture because if God sends a sickness to test someone, then he then he um, Jesus wasted his time taking whips upon his back before he went and uh, allowed them to crucify him. The Bible says specifically in First Peter two twenty four, by his stripes I was healed. Speaking specifically about <coughs> the beating that Jesus took from Roman soldiers before they forced him to walk up that hill to carry his cross. So if Jesus had to do that, so that we could specifically, so that we could receive a healing, he did it for us. Then why would God then turn around and say, "I'm going to test you with sickness"? Doesn't make any sense, right? So people think these types of things because there's a lot of different reasons why they think about think that way. But one of the most common reasons is because of poor unbiblical teaching. I'm not ta attacking anyone. I'm not saying any names. I've sat under some of that teaching. And you have to you you have to make a decision about your spiritual well-being and about your life that I want everything that God says I can have as his child right now on this earth. Because most Christians, and hopefully this is not you, but if it is, then just correct some things, straighten some things out. But most Christians, um, they're just waiting to get to heaven before they start enjoying anything. And I understand heaven will be perfect. And, and in some ways, we are supposed to live heaven on earth as Christians to be a testimony to the world that Jesus lives. But that's a whole different video. That's actually that's a whole different teaching. However. Heaven is one thing, but we're not in heaven yet. Unless, you, you know, <laughs> people that are dead have gone on to be with the Lord. But if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably not dead is my guess. Or watching this video, you're probably not dead. And so if you're alive listening to this, you're not in heaven yet. So it's good to look forward to and expect how good heaven will be. Absolutely. You need to keep your 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 focus on eternity and on souls and on uh, walking out your salvation to live holy and all that stuff. But. It's not just about that. It's about Jesus didn't come to die on the cross for our sins, bear, uh, you know, <clears throat> become buried, take the keys of death, death, hell, and the grave out of hell, and resurrect. He didn't do that so that we can adore life. He did it so we can enjoy life. Now, where's the balance there? Because it's very it's very difficult to enjoy life if you feel weak in your faith. If every time you pray, you're not sure if God's going to answer, or you're not sure it's God's will or whatever it is, just just confidence issues in your prayer life that that all stems from not knowing the word of God. And I'm not saying that to be mean or judgmental. I'm saying it because I've been there, so I know what what causes it. It's not it's not being um firmly founded on what the bible says about who you are in christ you're not like everybody else you're not supposed to live like everybody else sickness sickness may be allowed to attack other people 
But you have to make up your mind that because you're a child of God, it's it's not allowed to dominate your life. I'm not saying that a symptom won't try to hit you. But what I am saying is you shouldn't have the mentality, well, it's, you know, it's the cold season, so it's inevitable. I'm going to get a cold and have to have a box of Kleenex for two weeks and, you know, just sneeze everywhere and have to. That shouldn't be your mentality. Um, we live in this world. We're not of this world. So I'm not saying that if you have a symptom come against your body that you have weak faith. And I'm also not saying that. Uh, well, what uh, let's get into what I do want to say instead of what I don't want to say. I'm saying specifically. That just because we're in this world, this world ex- expects to get sick in flu season, expects to get sick in cold season. Um, they lived in fear with that C word that I'm not going to mention. Um, people live in fear of all kinds of things, sickness and disease, uh, you know, just all kinds of things. And this is not me attacking people. I'm just using these things as an example. You're going to have to decide in and of yourself, if you're a Christian, that you're going to stand on what the Bible says about who you are in Christ. You're, you're not going to just tolerate um, a symptom. You're not going to tolerate poverty you're not going to tolerate anxiety or depression or fear all the things that jesus paid the price for you to to be dead to to be out of your life you're going to do everything on your end of the deal to live holy to trust god to walk by faith and live by faith and stand on the word and keep your armor of god on stay sharp The Bible says, be watchful in prayer. And so it's very difficult to enjoy life as a child of God if you're depressed. If you're allowing the circumstances of life to make you question God's word. And um, if you if you don't know how to stand on the word of God, you know, you're going to have to fight the good fight of faith. It's a good fight because we win. We're supposed to win. Jesus paid the price for our victory. But it is still a fight nonetheless. You're going to have to you know, train yourself to be a 12, 15, 20 round fighter that you're not going to give up. Train yourself to have better, better defense against the, the attacks of the enemy, <coughs> against the, the things that happen in life. Train yourself. You know, don't allow yourself to become pessimistic. Well, that's just the way life goes. You know, it's just one thing after another and. You know, I love God and all that, but I just, I don't know. I don't really see much victory in my life. It'll be better when I get to heaven, but life sucks until then. No, that's not the way that life is supposed to be. You are going to go through things. Decide to go through them with the sword of the Spirit. Decide to go through them with God's help, not fighting against God. You actually end up fighting against God when you don't, Keep his word first in your life. You start going through a little bit of financial trouble, so you stop tithing. You stop giving financially into the gospel. That's that's deciding I'm not going to put God first. That's putting your trust in the system of the world. Uh, you know, <coughs> you you. It's a good thing to to take care of your body in the natural. But 
just taking care of your body in the natural doesn't make organics your great physician or 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 science scientific medicine medical science whatever you want to call it that's not your great physician i'm not against doctors in medicine i'm for them we need good holy ghost doctors who know what they're doing and also who know how to be directed by the holy spirit in diagnosis and in treatments however medical science is not perfect they they're not a they they don't have a 100% track record of of curing and healing people. Jesus does. And so it's not one or the other, but if you don't want to feel weak in your faith, then decide that no matter what comes against you, that the Bible is what comes first. What God said is what comes first. And I'm thinking of an example. Say you struggle with depression, anxiety, fear, those types of things. And that could be connected to different areas of your life, whether it be finances, sickness, family relationships, could be all kinds of things that fear and anxiety and depression are connected to. But if you struggle with those things, those things directly affect your emotional stability. And and a lot of t- sometimes people that struggle with those things, let it get so bad that they have a difficulty discerning between what's reality and what's just in their head. And that's not me trying to, like, make fun of people or judge people. I've seen people struggle with that. And it's sad. I've seen Christians struggle with that. And the only way to eradicate that is to fill your mind with what the Bible says about who you are in Christ. And stand on it. It's not just about reading the Bible. We have to be doers of it and not hearers only. Otherwise, the Bible says we deceive ourselves. And the other thing that we have to do, Mark chapter 11, verse 22 through 24, the first thing Jesus said is have faith in God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Hebrews eleven six says, anyone who comes to God must believe that he exists and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So when you feel weak in your faith, <coughs> you can actually become weary in doing good. And the Bible talks about in Galatians chapter 6 that if we become if we allow ourselves to become weary in doing good, we forfeit our harvest. And so the way that you manage all this stuff is to keep your eyes on what the Bible says. Keep your eyes on Jesus. That's what caused Peter to sink when he when he was in the boat with the other disciples, he saw, he didn't even know it was Jesus. He saw someone out on the water. He thought it could be Jesus. He said, Jesus, if that's you, tell me to come out on the water to you. Jesus said, it's me, come on. G- and and uh, Peter was the second person in history to step out of a boat, walk on water. I know he sank. I know that's what everybody focuses on. But the point is, he got out of the boat. He took a few steps on the water. But he took his focus off of Christ. And that's the point I want to drive home as I as I close this out for the next couple of minutes. When you take your eyes off of Christ, when you take your eyes off of what the Bible says, and you allow yourself to be so focused on the external circumstances. You're 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 reinforcing. The doubt and unbelief, you're reinforcing the spirit of fear. It's not you. Walking by faith 
keeping your focus on Christ doesn't mean that you deny what's going on. It means what Jesus said is more truth to you, more of a fact to you than the what the circumstances say, because you know who you are in Christ. You don't have to feel weak in faith. You can feel that way, but feeling weak in faith. As I close this out, this is the last thing I want to put into your spirit. Feeling weak in faith doesn't mean that you have weak faith. It means you feel weak in that moment. You feel weak that day, whatever the case is. Feelings in that sense are irrelevant. Yes, we all like to feel like faith giants every single hour of every single day. The reality is that's not real. I, I, <coughs> no matter what you think about me, um, I don't think I have greater faith than anyone else, but I do have a confidence that what the Bible says it means, and I can have it, and I can have it right now because the Bible says so. So when I believe God for something, I don't come to him. The Bible talks about this in James chapter 1, not being double-minded. I don't come to him, Father, uh, you know, this situation is difficult, and I don't even know if you can do anything here, but I just ask you to help if you can. That, What is that? God wants to know that you believe, number one, that he is, that he exists, and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And so I'm not, I'm not doing those illustrations to make fun of people. That sometimes that's how people become. They become so beaten down by the circumstances and by the struggles that they start to struggle in their prayer life. They start to struggle in every area because they took, they take their eyes off of Christ. They allow the circumstances to change their mind, to change their confidence. Of what the Bible says they can have. Now some some uh, some fights of faith last longer than others. Because the devil's an idiot and sometimes he's stubborn. So you have to be stubborn in your faith. You have to decide in yourself that you're going to be more stubborn to keep your eyes on Christ than any of the struggles, any of the circumstances or any devil wants to try to attack you. You're going to be more stubborn than they are. And that's it. You're going to stay with the word of God. Now, if there's something that you need to adjust, ask God for wisdom. Say, Father, I'm doing everything I know to do here. And I, I don't I mean, I, I trust you to help me to be persistent, help help me to to stand my ground for as long as it takes. But if there's something I'm missing, you know, you humble yourself. If there's something I'm doing wrong. If there's something I'd, I I've forgotten, maybe. I ask you for wisdom to to remind me what I need to do here. And God will help you. But sometimes you're doing everything that the situation calls for. And, and if you feel weak, what does the Bible say? Let the weak say, I am strong. So sometimes if you feel weak in your faith, speak the opposite. It's a spiritual law. You will have what you say. You don't have what you feel. You will have what you say. So when you feel good, you're not necessarily wanting to feel bad. I understand that. But when you have weak, when you have feelings that your faith is weak or whatever, you're tired of praying about a specific situation and you feel like maybe you feel like it's not changing or you don't know what the answer is. It's just not the situation isn't changing. Speak the opposite. I thank you, Father, that I don't rely upon my own strength. I rely upon the strength on the inside of me that his name is the great I am. 
I thank you that I have your strength on the inside of me. I have your life on the inside of me. I will not give up. I'm strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I thank you. For, and as you praise him, as you speak the word of God over yourself, you actually refresh your own spirit. You actually set in motion the breakthrough that you need in that moment. Because the feeling, the feeling, feelings change all the time. All the time. Feelings change all the time. So it really, it doesn't matter how you feel. But at the same time, you shouldn't always ignore how you feel. You should confront how you feel if it doesn't line up to the Word of God. You should tell yourself, I love what um, the great British preacher who's now in heaven, he's uh, Smith Wigglesworth, he said, I don't ask Smith Wigglesworth how he feels. I tell him how he feels. Now, what did he mean by that? Basically, when you see by the word of God how things should be for you as a child of God, when you see by the word that, you're sub- that you not only, not only can live in divine health, in other words, you don't get sick, and if if a symptom tries to come, you just speak to it, command it to go, and it goes. You should live that way. So what he was saying is, if a symptom hit my body, I don't, and I stand on God's word, and it seems like nothing changed whenever I spoke his word, I don't ask myself how I feel. I tell myself how I feel. Maybe you feel tired. I know people disagree with me on this, but whatever. It's a spiritual law regardless. If you're always saying how tired you are, you're probably not going to feel energetic anytime soon. It's not a problem to feel tired, but it is a problem if all you ever say is, I I don't know, man, I'm just tired. I just feel so tired, especially if it's connected to you pressing into the things of God. Hey, you going to go to church with me on Sunday? I don't know, man. I'm just so tired. Been been working hard and just. Things are things are not going right. I'm just so tired now, all that's valid. You might feel tired, but what are you going to put first? And what and, you know, there's time. I don't feel like going to church every week. I don't care how I feel. I'm in church, not because I feel some weird obligation, but because I love God. And he said, don't forsake the assembling of ourselves together. And I'll tell you right now, the lockdowns reinforced my stubbornness to go to church every week. They tried to shut down the church. I was already committed to church. Now I'm going to go twice as much. Because ain't no devil in hell going to tell me when I can have church, when I can't have church, how close I'm going to stand. I, I, I'm. When they, when they did that, I was half tempted to just go up to every stranger and try to hug them. But you have to be rebellious like I am. Anyways, the point is, Just because you feel weak doesn't mean you are weak. It means you need to speak God's word out of your mouth. Let the weak say, I am strong. I thank you, Father. I'm strong in the Lord and the power of his might. I'm strong in the Lord and the power of his might. And so you don't don't have to have weak faith. You don't have to feel weak. But even if you do, you say the opposite. I'm strong in the Lord. And, And the more you say that, your feelings will eventually line up. Should, you, you might ask, how, how many times and how often, how long should I speak the word of God before something changes? Until it changes. The bottom line is, 
The word of God is never, it changes everything, but it never changes. Nothing can alter this word. Nothing can defeat this word. You have a 100% chance of overcoming and of conquering every challenge of life if you base your life upon this word. And you have a 0% chance of winning any area of life through God without this word. I think I've made that pretty clear. So you don't have to have weak faith. If you feel weak right now, I want you to type it in the comments. I am strong in the Lord. And I want you to say it out loud to yourself. I am strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I pray that this has helped you. I really hope it has. If you have more questions about this subject or just questions about the things of God in general, feel free to contact me. Let me know in the comments how you like this video. I love you guys. God bless you. And I'll see you on the next one.